Hem Cho, and welcome back. In other news, is everyone pregnant except me? Welcome or welcome back to Biracial and Bitchy, a show about holding multiple identities and reconciling them into one strong sense of self. And now your host, Nisha Balsara. For those of you who may be only listening, hi, we're on YouTube now. For those of you who never listen, hi, YouTube. Welcome back, Kem Cho. I have a podcast now called Biracial and Bitchy. You're going to get a little taste of it. Uh, right now, we're just going to do a catch up. I thought this would pair really well with a YouTube video. And also, I just... You little ghouls wanted to see me on here. In this week's news, every single influencer... Hi, hi. Should we just dive right in? Every single influencer that I follow right now is pregnant. And you know what? All around my same age, everyone's getting knocked up. I am recently married. I have the whole, I have the infrastructure, the works, you know, and I feel like this is a natural next step. Things just started getting really good. Like I'm in my 30s now. We have a house now. We live in Los Angeles. My job's getting fun. You want me to do what now? I don't understand the pressure and the rush. And I swear, the moment that we got married, we had at our wedding people asking about children. I thought that was only something that happened in movies. No, nope. Back to everyone being pregnant. I am not saying this to say that I don't like pregnant people, honestly. <laughs> Here's the thing, pregnant people might be my favorite people. They're the most interesting people ever. They're literally a human vessel for like carrying life. So, you know, we were all just getting married and we were all just going on our, our bitchy bachelorettes and then we got married and then all of a sudden they're like, when are the ba babies, 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 when are the babies coming? I've always known I wanted to wait a little longer to have children, but I never thought it would feel like everyone got the, <clears throat> when I was in a sorority, they misread my handwriting. Nisha Balsara didn't get half the emails from the sorority, so I just felt like they hated me. That's kind of how I feel like right now. I feel like maybe someone just misspelled an A. I just feel like everyone got the memo. They're on the same cycle. They banged at the same time. And now here I am just like empty wombed. I feel like I need a little bit more time. Just a little bit more time. But I feel like it's every single person. And the thing is, I actually, I want to hang out with those people because those people are rad. They're about to have some rad kid. But like, I can't help but feel from like 90% of people that I interact with, they're like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry you're barren. What if I'm in the middle? What if I'm not really ready to just make that little jump? What if I wanna do a little more business? Like my job is really fun and I really like what I've been able to do, but think about how many more people I could help if I just, you know, kicked it up a little bit. Maybe got a little more organized. Maybe used a Google calendar instead of a bunch of receipts. And I don't know, got a journal. Look at that. That was one of my resolutions, was to start writing things down in one place. See, this is why I have to wait to have children. Like, I am still living like a, a squirrel in a hollowed out oak tree, <laughs> storing up her nut. Anyways, everyone's pregnant, I'm not. Um, so back to my ins and outs. Speaking of having a barren womb, I found out through everyone getting knocked up that pelvic floor therapy is like so essential before getting knocked up. Otherwise you might have like just the gnarliest 
pains and just weeks of suffering. So I wanna say what's fucking in. You know what? Pelvic floor therapy and deep ab. S pelvic floor. <laughs> Say, you try to say it. Pelvic floor therapy and deep abdominal muscles. Sprout's really pulling me down in the chair. Mm -hmm. um, anyone out there have elderly parents? <laughs> Listen, having elderly parents has taught me one thing, is that if you're not actively trying to preserve your life <laughs> and the instrument that you live in, it will fall apart. And you know what is gonna be under attack if you enter? the realm of motherhood, your pelvic floor and your deep abdominal core. And you know what holds up your entire spine? How many people get back issues as they get older? Pelvic floor therapy in. Now I have to tell you about another kind of therapy that I've just found out about. This is for my TMJ baddies. Myofunctional therapy. My mouth is all kinds of upped up. I didn't curse. I found a loophole. <laughs> I have had such bad TMJD pain. And apparently it's because I am a lazy swallower. Right before my honeymoon, I go to the orthodontist to get evaluated and scanned for Invisalign. I have a sick sense of humor. I thought, you know what would really kick up my ear? A notch. After, you know, hearing my mom is sick, my family just going balls to the walls, nutty, sprout, being allergic to every single kind of dog food that exists. I thought I would throw in orthodontic care. <laughs> my orthodontist tells me, oh, there's no wonder that your teeth look like this. They used to be straight, but what you have is a tongue thrust. And I was like, I'm, excuse me? This lady just hits me where it hurts. Pre-honeymoon, she tells me I have a tongue thrust. And I'm thinking, that sounds like a good thing, lady. That sounds like a pretty good thing, I don't know. Apparently it's, <laughs> it's when you have a lazy swallow. This orthodontist hits me where it hurts right before I go on my fucking honeymoon and tells me I'm a lazy swallower you know, comes and sees me off at the receptionist desk. She gets behind, I schedule my appointment. I say, thank you very much in front of the whole entire office. She says, don't forget to try those swallowing exercises on your honeymoon. And then I had to just walk out like nothing had happened. Like she had said nothing of consequence to me. I had to be like, an adult about it. And that, that is a crime. Yeah, so uh, my, my orthodontist really just roasted me. She's also, she asked me if I was Persian. I told her I was Indian. She was disappointed because she is Persian. And then she told me to stop going to white people yoga, which <laughs> I can't disagree. I don't know. She said it would help with my TMJ. So I'm going to check that out. I'm sure it's supported by all kinds of science. <laughs> I can't do this with him here. You're so cute. Next on the list, do you know what's out? Not being cognizant of your posture. You know what's out? Making breakfast, I'm trying to survive. <laughs> I literally wrote that. Making breakfast is out, fuck breakfast. I'm so sick, I'm so sick of every fucking morning. I wake up, I roll over, my husband is so cute and nice to me and then he has to ask me what is being made for breakfast. Breakfast isn't just like, breakfast isn't like, I, <sighs> making breakfast videos in, specifically breakfast videos really chat my ass because I am never making breakfast to impress. 
I can count on my hand. How many times a year I have to make breakfast to impress, which would be like Christmas, maybe Thanksgiving, I don't know. Breakfast is survival. Breakfast is how fast can I put food in my stomach and get out the door? How fast can I put food in my stomach that won't interact with the plethora of medications that I hold my shiz together. Anyways, that's what's out, making breakfast. I'm sure I'm gonna do some fucking breakfast videos on my channel because people are gonna ask me. Anyways, you know what's in? Trying to survive. Whatever you can get in your stomach that'll hold you over until you can actually take a breath and have lunch, do it. <sighs> I pulled a muscle in my shoulder. What else? I put this in. Out. Avoiding daily movement. Dear my audience, <clears throat> this year I have found, <clears throat> this year I found that exercising is about more than just being skinny. <laughs> okay, enough, enough. It was a joke, okay? Avoiding daily movement, I would avoid daily movement at all costs because you know why? I'm tired. We are all just surviving out here. I'm. 32 years old. I'm a 32 year old lady. Anyways, I used to avoid daily movement, but now I embrace it. And you know what's helped me embrace it? God. Gummies. You know what else is out? Unaliving mice. I want to introduce you to a friend I've made at our new home in Southern California. His name is Gus Gus. Yes. <laughs> named after the rat in Cinderella. Guys, I just had to get my digs in. I feel better now. Oh my God, it just took me 20 minutes. So obviously, star power energy. What is it called? Gus Gus is my workout buddy. I have been embracing daily movement and Gus Gus is my, he's my friend. He's more like a brother to me. Every day I, I get in that garage, which looks by, Sorry guys, I have, I, have to take, I have to do my swallowing exercises. Oh, do you know what my swallowing exercises are for my lazy swallow? I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna teach you, I'm gonna offer, I'm gonna offer, I'm offering value. Sorry, it just had, it took me a while to think about what I was offering. Look at him. These are my swallowing exercises. Okay, clip this. My dentist told me right before my honeymoon, I had a lazy swallow. So here are my exercises. Put your teeth together, tongue up the roof of your mouth, and then effortful swallow. Your tongue is supposed to press the roof of your mouth. If you're watching this, which you really should, because you get a really good view. What I was doing was putting my teeth, this is, no one wants to know. Anyways, um, Gus Gus is my heart, my soul. Every morning I get into that garage, it looks more like a hoarder's den every single day. My husband has so many hobbies, but he's so hot. Gus Gus. First of all, he's just a little guy. Second of all, who will I work out with in the morning? Not, not Sprout. You think this guy wants to go for a little run ski? No, he wants to get back into bed. And that's out. Avoiding daily movement is out. You wanna know what's, what else is controversial and in? Not getting married. Not getting married. I think not getting married is, um, I watched an interview with Shay Mitchell. 
talking about her and her partner's partnership. And I literally was like, this is hot. She was like, yeah, he can leave whenever he wants. If someone can take him away from me, why would I want him? And I was like, separate us legally. That's so titillating. Oh my gosh. Y'all are reading fairy smut. Honestly, get divorced and just stay together. That sounds hot. Yeah, so not getting married. Being married, what did I say? Oh. Oh, okay. Yes. Do you know why being married is a scam? First of all, lovely. I love being first of kin to my husband. He is a wonderful man and I love being married to him. Down the barrel. <clears throat> but two, the moment you f get married, see, I'm not cursing anymore. The moment you get married, it starts. When we were not married, no one was coming up to us and being like, oh my God, like when are you guys gonna have a baby? They were like, when the, f are you getting married, my dudes? Are you guys okay? Like I liked it, I liked it. I thought it was spicy when everyone thought we were just like on the edge of breaking up. But we were just like, you know, avoiding the stress, you know? Cause it's spicy, it's spicy, you know? And now we're married, you know, it's like, ugh. He can leave, but like, damn, it would be a lot of work for him to leave, you know? Whereas before it was like, <clears throat> anyways, some therapist can dissect that for me. Out, PMDD. We, okay, this is how it is. If anyone doesn't know what it's like, this is what it is to have PMDD. I'm, I'm going about, it's my follicular week. I'm growing an egg. I'm happy. I have lots of energy. I'm ovulating. I'm a superstar. My skin is perfect. I am more attractive. Ovulation? Everyone better watch out. I am my most potent, most powerful, most charismatic around that time. And then, boom, luteal. It's like my soul has a sunburn. I want to just roast everyone within a three meter distance and I will spare no one. It's also when I'm the most hilarious, which I think compensates for me suddenly looking like the troll that I truly am. I'm convinced that once you hit menopause, that's just all you are. And then finally, you get your period. <laughs> and it's painful, but you're free. <laughs> that's out. You know what's in this year? Me having like a normal social life, taking my supplements, taking my la 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 Lexa Pro. It's gonna be great. It's, it's just, mm. PMDD, you and me, we're going for a tussle this year. I'm gonna kick your ass. I don't think that's a curse word. I don't know. This is why I don't have kids yet. Do y'all know what happened to me this? <laughs> I don't know if I can tell you all this on the internet. I wanna to talk to every little lady out there or person, birthing person out there who might be, I don't know, one day asked to carry a fetus. Wait as long as you fucking want. Do you know how much information I have concocted into the things that I want to do before I have a child? And like, yes, I do have obsessive compulsive. <laughs> like, let's, I am a little scared of everything, but this is a huge ask and society pushes us and pushes us into the next stage, into the next stage, into the next stage, until the, what, we're out the door dead? Take time to luxuriate and enjoy and just like, thank God. Maybe that, you know, times are hard. No one's really flipping, enjoying and luxuriating right now, but maybe just counting your blessings. 
that you're not on to the next stage. And like, even when you have a kid, people are like, when's the second one come along? Why don't you have, give him a sibling. Luxuriate in between the phases. Like we enjoyed being together. We enjoy moving in together. We enjoy being engaged. Uh, we enjoy wedding planning to the best of our abilities. And now we're just enjoying being married. I don't want anyone rushing me through my life. And I used to live in so much fear because that's what they instill in you. They instill in you, oh, you're gonna be barren. You gotta find out as soon as possible. They, they scare us so much. And like, I grew up in the Bible Belt, so this may not be everyone's experience, but I was so, so pressured by society around me to like get married, have kids, do not have sex. But I always wanted other things. It's wild to just watch everyone being pushed into like the next baby, the next home, the next car. And we're all keeping up with the Joneses and we feel like, oh, I'm gonna be happy once I get that next, that next thing people will stop asking, that next thing will stop asking. I just like, I hate it when other people tell other people or push other people along a little timeline because they assume that they know better because they wish they had done it a different way. Like we even have like neighbors who will stop us and be like, why don't y'all have kids right now? You should do it while you're still young. You're not gonna be able to keep up with them in the future. And I'm like, no one knows how you feel and you have the right to take your time in life. Like there's nothing I hate more and this is probably because I have ADHD, but I don't like to be rushed. <laughs> And like, I would much rather feel at peace with the pace of my life than just be chugging along and running along against whatever anyone else is saying to me. And I also know people who like get it the other way, especially out here, people will have kids or get married younger and be judged the other way, as opposed to what I was growing up with in the South around like a much more Christian community you get one damn life. You get one roll on the dice and you just get to build it in whichever way it happens. And you have no control over the chaos that consumes around it and that impacts it, but you do have control over the time you take to make decisions about where you want your life to go. I think the time before, oh, I'm getting woo. I love when I get woo, oh my God. I think the time, before or in between children is a very sacred time and should be respected as much as I'm being a goof and I'm talking about pelvic floor therapy. It is so essential to start treating women like they're actually going through a main life event. And that is being actually honest with them over what is to be expected and what is to be had with their body, with their life, with their time, post having a baby. Oh, was that a bummer of an episode? I don't know. <laughs> Here's the thing. If you are having a baby, if you are not having a baby, but wanting to have one, if you're never wanting to have one, you might want to skip this episode because it's just like what's on my mind. I want to validate the feelings of everyone just being like, it feels like you are a little behind because in a certain way we are. Once you have a baby, they're birthed and the cycle of life has started again and it doesn't stop. But you don't have to live your entire life just trying to be the next, the next, the next. 
you can take time and luxuriate in between the stages and enjoying and growing and like getting to know yourself. I think getting to know yourself and who you want to be in between life stages, in between getting married and having children, in between children is such a beautiful time of growth for people who birth children. And I want you to know that if you are also in a lull stage like me, maybe in a little flop era, you're flopping because you're going up a level. You're going to a next level. So you have to equip yourself with all the skills and all the tools and maybe, yeah, the myofunctional pelvic floor therapy you're going through, but it's going to take care of you longer in the next term of life. Don't let people pressure you into doing things on a different timeline than you have for yourself. No one will truly be able to ever understand you, but what's important is that you know what you're doing and what you want. So like, let's just encourage each other to become more well-informed, more open, more honest, more vulnerable, and like, tell it like it is, even in the stages that seem like no one else is going through them, but you. Okay, cello cello. Love you, talk to you later. Don't forget to subscribe. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Biracial and Bitchy. Be sure to rate us five stars because remember, karma is a relaxing thought. And do a bitch a favor, share this episode with a friend. Bye.